He looked dubiously at the evening sky. And we've lost the light now. Right. I think we need to speak to air support. Caffrey passed the trainer back to the forensics officer. It should be in an air-drying bag. I'm sorry? There's blood on it. Didn't you see? The SSCU's dragon lights powered up, flooding the Peaches' house, spilling light onto the trees in the park beyond. In the front garden, forensics officers in blue rubber suits swept the lawn with dustpans, and outside the police tape, shocked-faced neighbours stood in knots, smoking and whispering, breaking off to huddle around any plainclothes AMIT detective who came near, full of questions. The press were there too, losing patience. Caffrey stood next to the command unit van and stared up at the house. It was a two-story terraced house, pebble-dashed, a satellite dish on the roof, aluminium-framed windows and a small patch of damp around the front door. There were matching scallop nets in each window, and curtains had been drawn tight. He had only seen the Peach family, or what was left of it, in the aftermath, but he felt as if he knew them, or rather, he knew their archetype. The parents, Alec and Carmel, weren't going to be easy victims for the team to sympathise with. Both drinkers, both unemployed. Carmel Peach had sworn at the paramedics as they moved her into the ambulance. Their only son, nine-year-old Rory, Caffrey hadn't seen. By the time he'd arrived, the divisional officers had already pulled the house apart trying to find the child, in the cupboards, the attic, even behind the bath panelling. There was a thin trace of blood on the skirting board in the kitchen, and the glass in the back door was broken. Caffrey had taken a territorial support group officer with him to search a boarded-up property two doors down, crawling through a hole in the back door on their bellies, flashlights in their teeth like an adolescent's SAS fantasy. All they found were the usual homeless nesting arrangements. There was no sign of life, no Rory Peach. The raw facts were bad enough, and for Caffrey they might have been custom-built to echo his own past. Don't let it be a problem, Jack. Don't let it turn into a head fuck. Jack, DCI Daniela Sunes said suddenly at his side. You are right, son? He looked round. Danny, God, I'm glad you're here. What's with the face? You've a gob on you like a dog's arse. Thanks, Danny. He rubbed his face and stretched. I've been on standby since midnight. And what's the SP on this? She gestured at the house. A Wayne gone missing, am I right? Rory? Yes, we're going to be blowing fuses on it. He's only nine years old. Sunes blew air out of her nose and shook her head. She was solid, just five foot four, but she weighed twelve stone in her man suit and boots. With her cropped hair and fair Caledonian skin, she looked more like a juvenile dressed for his first court appearance than a forty-year-old chief inspector. She took her job very seriously. Right, the assessment team being. We don't know we've got a death yet. No dead body, no assessment team. Ay, the lazy wee bastards. Local factory's taken the house apart and can't find him. I've had dogs and the territorials in the park. Air support should be on their way. Why do you think he's in the park? These houses all back onto it. He pointed towards the woods that rose beyond the roofs. We've got a witness saw something heading off into the trees from number 30. Back door's unlocked, there's a hole in the fence, and the lads found a shoe just inside the park. 
Okay, okay, I'm convinced. Suness folded her arms and tipped back on her heels, looking around at the technicians, the photographers, the divisional CID officers. On the doorstep of number 30, a camera operator was checking his battery belt, lowering the heavy beta cam into a case. Looks like a shag and film set. The unit want to work through the night. And what's with the ambulance? The one that almost ran me off the road? Ah, yes. That was Mum. She and Hubby have both been trundled off to Kings. She'll make it, but he hasn't got a hope. Where he was hit. Caffrey held his palm against the back of his head. Fucked him up some. He checked over his shoulder, then bent a little nearer to her, lowering his voice. Danny, there are a few things we're going to have to keep from the press. A few things we don't want popping up in the tabloids. What things?